Today's show is provided for entertainment and general information purposes. Opinions expressed are those of the presenter only. We make no promises or guarantees of investment performance. Online Trading Academy is not a broker, dealer, certified financial planner, or registered investment advisor. Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Worby, and I am here with the incomparable Nigel Cave. For those of you joining us for the first time, Nigel and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 25 years of service. All right. Well, we've got an awful lot to talk about today because the markets haven't been doing a whole bunch, but they have been doing some very significant things. Yes. All right. So on the docket, we're going to talk about a couple of economic reports and why Monday's market uh, route should be a wake-up call for investors. We want to talk about Carvana. We want to talk about gold divergence. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about um, you know the zombie companies, maybe even get into some oil. All right. Uh, but first, let's just talk about the economic reports. All right. Well, important from last week. We've got some more coming up this next week that are. Gonna, in fact, on the fourteenth, that's when the rate change. Happens. Yeah, that's that's probably the most important one. Is is everybody thinks that the interest rate's going to go to point five, or sorry, they're going to raise it yeah. point five. Yeah. But there's been some talk of point seven five again. Well. Yes, and especially because of the economic reports, right? So, yes, the economic reports showed strength. Investors gave a huge sigh of defeat. (laughs) Defeated acceptance and then started selling off, okay? Now, the thing is, is that everybody is thinking, well, why if we've got good reports out there, did the investors start selling off? And there's possibly two reasons. Number one, economic strength means that the Fed is free to raise rates and rates them high, mm-hmm. right? Remember that the Fed is trying to defeat inflation. The only thing that would keep them from raising rates really, really high, really, really fast is if the economy were all of a sudden ending, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So then they'd have to stop. Now, they, well, if they want to continue having an economy. Yeah, so. well, and, and they've caused a little bit of pain, but they, they've already said, hey, we're going to cause pain. We need to cause a lot more pain so in order to stop this. But This be- isn't surprising. Right. So the economic reports came out and it showed strength from from a spending perspective, right? Mm-hmm. People continue to spend. Not as much a surprise because, hey, everybody spends in Christmas even when they're going into debt. Yeah. They shouldn't. In fact, I've got one report here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That says, let me find it. The number of people, come on. Where is it? That uh, are behind in their... They've got over 20 million people behind in their um, utility payments by over $700 a piece, 784. That's that's not good. That's pretty high. And that usually comes right before the you know they stop paying rent. Yeah. <laughs> so, not good. All right. But uh, the other economic reports were positive, and that means the Fed can simply continue to raise rates. On the other hand, something else significantly happened. Okay, last Friday we were not bullish. Mm-mm. If you listen to the show, but even though even though we weren't bullish, the market was going up. You know, it went up on Thursday and Friday. Why weren't we bullish? Well, it was hitting a key point of an overwhelming amount of sellers, but it was also hitting uh, kind of a an average, a moving average right, that called a lot of people follow. Right, the two hundred day moving average, and every time, see, this has been just a a textbook bear market. And a textbook bear market typically will step down, bear rally up to a point, Mm -hmm. right? Step down again, 
and, and step down further. Do the same thing. Bear rally yeah. up and hit a point. And that point happens to, at least it, it's been very evident that it's been hitting the 200-day moving average and then popping down from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's also happened to coincide with a strong supply zone. Mm-hmm. And so it hit that supply zone or the 200-day moving average, and no surprise, Monday and Tuesday it sold off again. All right. So you could think of it as either, yeah, we've got some negative reports out there, or, hey, guys, we're still in a bear market, and this is just how bear markets work. It hits this point and it drops. Exactly. And so it could coincide with the reports, or it could just be saying, all right, no, this is typical. Uh, I think the faster that everybody accepts that markets are manipulated and markets follow more trends than they do obscure reports that nobody knows how to interpret anyway. Well, well and you have might be better off seasonalities of things. Like I keep hearing yeah. about the Santa Claus rally, which, which is sometimes happens in December. Most of the time it happens in yeah, December. Almost every year. Except for in, except in bear, bear markets. Rallies. Yeah, except in bear markets. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think that that is going to be a thing this year, but who knows? Well, I guess we could have another little bit of a rally, but every time it's hit that point, it's dropped off, and I don't mm-hmm. see why it would be any different. This is a bear market, and we don't have a lot out there saying that we should be a super chipper for the future. All right? Yeah. Thing, things Things aren't moving in a way that says we should be killing it. In fact, if you're looking at the reports in whole, there's a very good chance that we're not going to recover from our 2021 highs for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened in 2000, 2000 and 2013. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It was flat. Now you did have that rally in between 2003 and 2007, but it only got back up to the same point. It was in 2000, hit that point, dropped off. Yeah. Right. So still flat. Yeah, and it took from 2007 until September 2008 before everybody recognized what had happened, and by then it was too late. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, there's a lot out there, but if you're looking at this from more of a technical standpoint, it shouldn't have all been all that, I don't know, surprising that it happened. Well, a lot of the things that have been happening shouldn't be all that surprising. It's just like we've talked about before, the tools that are in people's toolboxes for trading is just buying. That's what yeah. they do is they just continue to buy things. Where when the market goes down, you continuing to buy things is a really good way to lose money. Yeah. Unless you're buying specific things, not just everything. Right. Or you're doing it in a different manner. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, the other thing that you can expect, and no surprise we've seen this, is conflicting data coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on which economist you're looking at or listening to or whatever, they're going to have different data. One of those has been the um, what's called the Service Purchase Managers Index. All right. Well, one reading is is that it's forty six point five or forty six point two, which is well below growing. Mm-hmm. All right. In fact, growing that's the is, steepest. Yeah. Anything above fifty is growing. Anything below fifty is shrinking. So right. forty six point two is uh, not good. Yeah. On the other hand, there's another report that says it's 56.5. That's growth. But the overall trend has been down. And so it's not something to look at anyway, Mm -hmm. really, when it comes down to it. But yes, conflicting data. What to do about that? Well, I'll tell you what. How about we just learn how to actually get this done, okay? (laughs) Now, I do have a surprise for everybody at the end, a surprise offer. So hold on uh, till then. But um, to learn how to do this, we've got two classes. 
and you can take your pick. One of them is a three-day class, all right? That's for people who know that they want to start trading and investing. You get some good in-depth information, and and you walk out ready to, well, you know exactly what your future looks like or how to start acting in your future, mm-hmm. what you need to get educated in, yeah. right? But it goes through all of the markets. That's a three-day course, eight hours a day, always a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you know that you want to trade and invest, this is the class for you, okay? It's typically $299 right now if you call in, just $99. So give us a call. Uh, the number is 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Just tell the operator you want that $99 course, okay? Or text dollar sign 99 to 25029. That's dollar sign 99 to 25029. Or you could just look for the free class, all right? The free class, call 8448-TRADER, and they'll simply put you in one. That's all the time we have. We'll see you in a few minutes.